Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Off the back fence with Tony Kemp. How many moons ago, I remember when I first started work at the freezing works, a loud siren would sound, which usually only indicated a certain hour of the day. However, in this instance, when I was listening, it meant down your tools right now and stop working. The union delegate would walk past us all and explained that we were to meet in the cafeteria to discuss work conditions and that the union had decided that until it was sorted, everyone had to stop working. All these years later, it seems most unions are now gone. But in the NRL, the Players Association still operates and is currently negotiating working conditions on behalf of all the players in the NRL. While this is different from my early days at the freezing works, the mechanics of negotiation are still the same. However, it seems in this case of the NRL versus the Players Association that there's still a lot of water to go under the bridge. It seems to me, however, that something is not quite right. The players have been told to stop all media commitments for the meantime. However, at the forefront of negotiations are the two heads of both the NRL and Players Association talking about who's telling lies and who isn't. Looks like a testosterone-fueled standoff to me. While I'm always an advocate for the players, I get a little annoyed when the process becomes more about egos. I ask myself if this is what the original negotiation process was designed to do. It's not rocket science. Simply negotiate an amicable outcome. If we are to learn one thing from this issue, it's this. Negotiating, whether amicable or not, should never be about slinging crap at each other. No one wins if that happens. And for me, if I learned one thing from those old boys back in the day, then it has to be this. Remove all emotion from the table. If you make this personal, then I'm afraid the players, they'll be the only losers in this negotiation. Off the back fence with Tony Kemp. So Kempi, we've got to a situation, the CBA, they've obviously put a blank, a block on the media at the moment. And at the start of the situation, start of the year, there was actually talks of players revoking and uh, potentially not playing in games. Well, this is just the start. Could we get to a situation where the uh, players start pulling out? Can they legally do that? And uh, what would this... like? Where do the NRL sit on this? Are they they worried? Or are they just going to be egotistical about this situation and just carry on? I don't don't know if you remember, they're talking about bringing players down from America to to keep the NRL going. Like, Mm. could you imagine? Can't do that. You can't, (laughs) no. See, that statement, in a nutshell, just shows the arrogance of the NRL at the moment. Well, you know, the amicable approach should never be about 
he said, I said, I know you need to show some leadership. And Clint Newton, the head of um, the Players Association and, and Abdo have come out and said, well, he's saying one thing and I'm saying another and they're not on the same page. That's what needs to happen. They need to get someone in the room that actually takes out the, the slinging of crap. Because at the end of the day, every player doesn't want to stop playing football because they want to get paid, you know? like Because the problem is that when you stop, they, they have every right to say, well, I'm not paying you. And once that happens, then, you know, that's when you, you start to throw, um, I guess, the, the So who holds, hold, the, who holds all the cards here? Well, the players always hold the cards, is he? But do they have the courage to actually not play? Mm. You know, and not get paid. But my point being is that you know, if you the art of a negotiation is to negotiate an outcome, mm. and I don't think you're that. I don't think you're that far away. I, like I said earlier on the week, I think the sticking point is possibly that they're actually getting told they're getting the money, but they're not getting control of the money. It's all about control. And I, you know, I for the life of me can't see how two guys are just fighting about it personally when they've got so many other people that are involved in it. Get a group together, put them in a room, get them to nut it out. Proper, proper negotiating people, get them to nut it out, get it signed and get on with it. You know, I don't think they're well, that, that far away. I just think they're making a mess of it. It's a pretty messy situation at the moment, Kimpy. And look, there's a lot of water to go on the bridge. We're at a situation where there's a media boycott. It's a start, potentially, of, uh, of a horrendous outcome. Well, when are we going to get an outcome, a solution? Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Double eight, double three, oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. In regards to keep off the back fence, in terms of the CBA, where are they at? They're at a situation where the media's uh, been punished for the situation. Well, you've got to remember, broadcasting rights is worth billions of dollars in terms of the NRL. And how happy are they at the situation that is unfolding? Love to hear from you. We're going to shoot off. We'll come back with some headlines with Samuel Jackson. And we've got plenty coming up with Jonathan Ureko talking the Wimbledon tennis major. Grand slam over there in uh, in London at the moment. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand.